Hey guys, this is Ben and Mo from the Noob Podcast. Hey Hey guys, we just want to prepare and inform you about what you're about to hear. Uh, you are about to hear the world premiere of our new theme song. Uh, so a big, big thank you to Risky Business. We really appreciate everything you did for us. And uh, they're actually working on our next one for the radio show. So without further ado, we will get right into it with our intro song. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no. They might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm. What an elegant species. Hey, you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come to the right place and if you need someone to mew your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noobed correct noobed this is noobed this is noobed this is noobed correct 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 hey yo so that was our Noobed intro song. Thank you to Risky Visit again. That was a great song. I, I really love that. Basically the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you could put that on a loop and just put it on a CD. I, we could probably I did. sell that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't sell it on a CD, but I did <laughs> listen to it at least five or six times consecutively. <laughs> and it took every time I listened, I heard something different. Like, I didn't catch the correct at the end. Yeah. That was yeah. great. I love the the uh, the mule with oh, the baby in her stomach. <laughs> just loved that. Just loved it. She thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so they did a great job. So thank you again to Risky Bits. We really appreciate everything you did. Uh, you guys are great friends. And uh, if we can ever do anything in return, we, we hope we can return the favor for you. So thank you. We got a great show for you tonight. All Rhode Island show. Um, we're taking it south to the smallest state in the country. Why not? Yeah, because we're going on a road trip here this weekend. So we wanted to prepare ourselves and prepare you. Uh, we will start, as always, with what are you drinking, our local releases segment. We are going to do a top five Rhode Island foods and pair them with beer or replace them with beer, depending on if Mo enjoys that food item. Uh, we have a great interview with Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. from Buttonwoods Brewery. We got a chance to check out his facility. Should be really, really cool. Yeah, cool spot, man. Uh, very excited to see that open. Yeah, and he's a good dude, so uh, you'll you'll find out more about him. And we'll end it, as always, with Shelf of the Week. Uh, so we'll go right into it. Mo, what are you drinking? Uh, today we got in the glass. We got some uh, we got some draft beer. Mm-hmm. Going to save the cans. We got our trade deadline tonight, uh, just for the listeners out there, just so they know what we got going on tonight. It's fantasy football trade deadline, so we got a little garage party. Got to bring okay. Got to bring some cool cans to the to the event um so i'm probably gonna bring some i got some exhibit a sunday paper uh it's an imperial stout but Ooh. you know i feel like with the cold starting to get a little chilly out that might be one that we could uh that we could get into tonight uh i'll probably bring the rest of my other half and maybe we'll cut through that tonight i mean we'll see what we'll see what's good but we got the fin back in the glasses now so yeah. oscillation number 10 yeah i myself made a, a nice trade with kevin listener yes uh he was very generous gave me four uh treehouse cans for four Bissell Brothers, and I threw him a foundation as well. Perfect. Uh, trade, I think, worked out for both of us. So yep. I, I hope he enjoys those beers. I'm sure he will. They're, they're great beers. He seemed, I, he seemed to just want to try new stuff. Yeah, which... I mean, the good guy obviously had an influx of some great beers and yep. was like, yeah, I mean, Julius is a great beer, but do I want 36 of them? Yep. I mean, I'd probably try to trade some too, so... Definitely. Uh, he's going about it in a smart way. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for the trade. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, very good stuff. And yeah, tonight... For the trade deadline, I am bringing second fiddle, and I also have the chocolate pot and kettle. Nice. That we can try later cool. on, and we can compare that with the Imperial Stout. But for the local releases segment, 
uh, we will stop. This is going to be all Rhode Island beers. Yeah, you got so, a ton of them too. So yeah, so Long Live Brewery this weekend. They're doing a pop up with Fountain and Co, which is an ice cream shop and a soda shop. If I'm not, I, I don't even know. I'm just guessing. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I grasped from it too. Yeah. Um. And they're doing uh, Attitude Fresh on Draft. They're going to do growlers of that. They also have Black Cat and Primitive Heart on Draft. Uh, Proclamation down in Warwick at their new facility. They are actually closed this weekend. <laughs> Do you know why they were closed? Did they, I think they just said that they didn't have any fresh beer ready. Yeah, they didn't they, have anything ready. They started with um, their fooder. Fooder. Okay. Yeah, they filled one of them. They were pretty excited about it. Um, but I guess batch number seven and eight just aren't ready yet. So. Yeah, I think they were still having power problems into last week, so that might have had something to do with it. Could have been. They had That's too bad. We had to cross them off, yeah. cross them off the list now. You know, they had Galaxy weekend. Derivative last weekend. Uh, Tilted Barn. This is going to be our first stop on the road trip this weekend. Uh, Blackjack, which yep. is a pumpkin stout, an American stout <clears throat> with pumpkin spices, which should be very, very good. Probably very sought after as well. And one of my favorite beers, the Chosen One, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited to yep. get my hands on. We will then make our way down to Graysale, which we are, uh, we've are we been talking about. Super Captain Sutter coming out, the triple IPA anniversary release. This Saturday, they're open from 12 to 8 p.m. If you get a chance, head down there. Uh, we also got to try the, the Black IPA from Graysale on the radio on Tuesday. Which it was really good. I, I don't, we were talking. We talked about it on the air a little bit when the last time we saw a black IPA was. Yeah. And Morgan was said the same thing. He's like, nobody makes these anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean that was really good. Really, really different. Yeah. Uh, Cricket Current, another another brewery putting out different beer. Uh, they have a s'mores brown ale coming out this weekend. Mm. Sounds great. And they're also doing their pumpkin maple ale, uh, which also sounds great. All their stuff is really flavorful. It's really kind of cool flavors that they're trying to jam into some beers and their mexican chocolate stout was a hit with us that at beer Vodka. delicious yeah if that's um if that's within shouting distance i wouldn't mind adding that to the trip on saturday i'm all for it yeah i mean Pawtucket is the other way on 95 but it's really more than no more than five minutes up the road let's I don't do think. it man uh and our friends at buttonwood uh morgan put out coming out swinging ipa and he also had an almost there saison we won't go fully in depth to those because he talks about it more in the yeah. interview really cool story behind each of them really um and really behind everything he does i mean the guy uh guy's pretty creative i yeah. mean just the short time that we spent with him the dude first of all he knows what he's talking about and just just really thought out things you know like the from the beer names to you know some of the aspects of his brewery um but that was just a really cool day yeah. i had a lot of fun uh so we are gonna run a little long here because the interview with morgan as you'll hear later went a little long but we'll go right into our top five segment. Uh, we'll get it off quickly. And really, this top five was Rhode Island people are, are a little a little strange. Okay, They sure. have strange accents. They eat strange foods. It's their culture. You know, Rhode Island is a, is a strange place. So what I've done, I've put together the five what I feel most unique food items that Rhode Island puts out. Something that you might only see in Rhode Island or the nearby states. Yep. Uh, and I had a, a game to play with this. It's replace or pair. So if you don't like the item, the food item, or, or what I'm about to tell you, you can you can discard that item altogether and replace it with a beer, a local beer, hopefully. Or you can pair it with a beer uh, if it suits your fancy. So it's basically a little way to get their food into our game uh, and, and some of their Rhode Island beers. So we'll start out with number one, Mo, if you're ready. I'm, uh, let's do it, man. Number one, something that you'll probably only see in Rhode Island, but we do have it in Massachusetts, a staple to my childhood, is the autocrat coffee milk. Mo, are you replacing or are you pairing that with something? You'd have to be a crazy man to replace autocrat coffee milk syrup because that, as as you just alluded to, that was a staple of my childhood. Mm-hmm. If I have a favorite like milkshake flavor or just milk flavor in general, I don't drink a whole lot of milk these days. My bones already got nice and strong when I was young. Yeah. So I don't need that shit anymore. But um, coffee is my my flavor of choice. Yeah. I will definitely keep that, um, and I will pair it with a beer. Kind of uncon un uh, conventional here. I'm gonna pair it with Narragansett Autocrat Milk Stout. Yeah, I did I, not see that coming. I no. could. I gotta say, you probably did not <laughs> see that coming. And Rhode Island Brewery. 
I, so I'm staying with the Rhode Island theme. That's a good one, Mo. Uh, I don't know if you would ever actually pair a beer with a with a milk. Exactly. But they did it, and it works. And that's why I have chosen to replace it. Unfortunately, my palate has changed as far as coffee goes Come on. as I get older. A little too sweet for me, so I've, I've dumbed it down to almost... I put next to no sugar in my coffee now. So I have replaced <laughs> it with the Coarse Grind, which is a great cask beer from Long Live. It's made with, uh, what is it, uh, Dave's Coffee. Okay. And they do collabs. I, I think Long Live's really cool for doing collabs with non-breweries. They do PVD Donuts. Yep. They do Dave's Coffee. They did um, another one. They're doing Fountain & Co. this weekend. So I think that's a really cool one. Probably a little better on my taste buds and it keep you know the blood sugar nice and low. All right, all right. A little more on the bitter <clears throat> side, not on the sweet. Yeah. I hear you. Number two, uh, a staple to Rhode Island. This is very local to Rhode Island and, and a little weird because it's not named Rhode Island. Uh, but they have they have these things. We like to call them hot dogs. Uh, they call them hot wieners. Uh, from New York system, they do hot wieners. It's basically a Coney Island dog. Okay. It's got meat, onions, and mustard on it. That's the way they serve it. They don't really do it anywhere else. They won't. Uh, they won't take any requests. They just do it that way. Mm. So Mo, I know you're a hot dog guy. Love me some hot dogs. Uh, you're replacing this, or are you pairing it? I'm. Um, I'm pairing it. Um. I've never had this kind of hot dog before. Okay. Um, but those dogs that we had at Spikes the other day were phenomenal. That's another Rhode Island staple, Spikes S- hot dogs. So I'm going to like kind of go on that because those are the dogs that I've had from Rhode Island. Okay. And they were really good. Uh, real meaty, like legit hot dogs. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this because I'm assuming, you know, same thing with these hot dogs. I'm going to pair it <clears throat> with a double IPA, two roads, road to ruin. Okay. Real staple, great shelfer beer. I think that's going to complement that hot dog real well. Full flavor on both fronts. Yeah, you know, I'm keeping it. The only thing better than a nice meaty hot dog is a nice meaty hot dog with meat on top of it. Yeah. And uh, you really can't go wrong here. I'm, I'm keeping this, obviously. Of course. Uh, you know, we need a protein here. So I'm pairing this with a, a staple beer. Uh, you need a staple beer when you eat burgers, when you eat hot dogs. I'm going Captain's Daughter okay. from Graysale. Love Captain's Daughter. It's a, a great craft beer that really represents Rhode Island, and another double IPA gets you pretty, you know, those hot dogs Perfect. aren't going to fill your stomach, so you need to fill it with some extra ABV. <laughs> I just think you need something strong to stand up to, like, the flavor of a hot dog, especially I a meat-on-meat meat dog. I agree. Like, you can't screw around with that. You need a double IPA. Get some flavor in your mouth. Yeah, you need to really kill the onion flavor as well. Yeah, that, uh, As quickly help. as possible. So, number three. Uh, this is another unique thing that I saw only at Christmas parties growing up when I went down toward Rhode Island. Very, very strange thing. They do it in some Portuguese shops in Fall River as well. Uh, it is cheeseless pizza. It's usually served room temperature or cold even. Um, it's basically, just like it sounds, just bread and sauce. And um, I they sometimes they mix a little Parmesan in with the sauce. But it's cheeseless pizza. Mo, you're replacing or are you pairing this with a beer? Nah, this is dumb. This is a dumb one. <laughs> I'm definitely replacing this one. Cheeseless pizza is like if I wanted bread, I just eat bread. You know, like I, if I want, if I'm gonna eat a pizza, it's gonna have crust. It's gonna have cheese. Okay. It's gonna have sauce, and I mean, preferably, it's gonna have some meat on it. But I'm gonna replace this. I'm just gonna go with cheese pizza. Just okay. make me a cheese pizza. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna pair it with a session IPA, something maybe a little a little lighter. Something, because I'm going to eat like eight slices of pizza. Yeah. So if I'm going to eat eight slices of cheese pizza, I want to drink eight beers. Mm-hmm. So I need a session. I need Founders All Day IPA. Okay. Session IPA. Kill that. I think it's like four and a half percent, something stupid. Just crush a bunch of those. Crush a bunch of cheese pizza and, and go from there. I, I'm all set with this cheeseless variety. Okay. All right. Uh, I actually enjoy the cheese pizza. It's kind of like a... It's like a ghetto bruschetta, if you will. The cheeseless pizza. You enjoy cheeseless pizza. I enjoy the cheeseless pizza. I don't know what it is, but it's I'm something... I'm looking at a new man right I now. I know. It's almost like, uh, I, I don't know, it's something uh, nostalgic to me. It reminds me of the young Christmas parties that I went to. Wow. So I'm going to pair this with a beer that I love from Rhode Island. A lot of flavor to make up for the missing cheese. Okay. Uh, it's Libby from Tilted Barn. Mm. It's a rotating hop series that they do. I'll take any hop that they want to put in there. Yeah. Uh, but they do a really good job with that beer, and it's got some really unique flavors, and I feel like the cheeseless pizza wouldn't overpower it. So I'm going with Libby from Tilted Barn. Okay. 
Uh, number four, another great staple of Rhode Island um, is Dell's Lemonade. Yep. Dell's Lemonade, uh, you can't it's an beat institution. it. institution. It is an institution. It's yeah. literally an institution. So, Mo, are you replacing or pairing a beer with Dell's Lemonade? I'm going to pair this with the Narragansett. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they did make a beer with this. They do with have a Dell's Lemonade. Narragansett really just and riding the coattails. You know, for a, real, for a real gimmicky beer, I mean, it's not awful. It's no, not, it's not. It's not really not. something that I want to drink on the regular, but like in the middle of the summer on a hot day, I got to admit, that beer is not terrible. Yeah. Um, but I, I went with a re- I went with Replace here. Um, yeah. I think you can do better as far as uh, refreshing light beer or okay. just drinks. In, cons- uh, in general. So I went with a Goza. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Lost Nation Goza. One of my favorite Gozas from around this area. Nice. Should be able to find it relatively easily. Um, that to me is much more of like, I'd rather drink that in the summer than a Dell's Lemonade. Okay. Even though as a kid, obviously I didn't drink beer. Crushing Dell's Lemonade was, <laughs> was my jam. But, you know, now, again, like you said, the taste buds have kind of evolved a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to go with something with a little alcohol content. Uh, so... Boom. Dell's lemonade is essentially lemon peels and water. It's it's yeah. pretty much nothing. It probably costs like a penny to make. <laughs> it tastes like absolutely nothing. True. Like if you went to a restaurant and got tap water with a lemon in it, it tastes better than a Dell's lemonade. To me. Okay. My wife would disagree, but uh, it does. I'm replacing this all day. Yeah. But I do it. want something light and refreshing that has flavor, but is similar to a nice icy lemonade. Um, I went with Sprout from Proclamation. Three point eight percent. Packs packs a punch. Packs a great flavor. More flavor than a Dell's Lemonade, to be honest. And uh, really, really great beer. Cool beer, and you can drink about a hundred of them and not get drunk because it's three point eight percent. I don't know if I've had that one. It's uh, it's a really good beer. Uh, they they tried to do the uh, the opposite of you know the high octane thing. They tried to get yeah. flavor into a low a low percentage beer. Huh. And, Really, really good stuff. So if you see that out, they put it out a lot too. So Sprout from Proclamation. Number five um, is another one, a, a Rhode Island staple Newport Creamery. Everybody's heard of it. Of course. If you're around here, if you're not around here, you probably still heard of it. They have a drink that they are famous for called the Awful Awful. Awful Awful, essentially a milkshake, uh, malt, yep. somewhere in the middle. Um, Do they put malt in it? I, I'm not positive. I'm not sure either. I have to do my research. Yeah, on the I don't awful, know. Awful. But they do have flavors uh, aplenty. So yeah. I give you the, the flavor choice of chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, or coffee. Mo, you're replacing or pairing a beer with your awful awful. I have to admit, I have probably not had an awful awful, and I'm sure your number is close to this. I don't, I don't see us going across the border for a milkshake. We go across the border for like beers now. Yeah. Not so much for milkshakes. Yeah. I probably hadn't, haven't had an awful awful in at least... 20 years. Whoa, 20 years. I, I think, mean, when was the last time I had an awful awful? I was probably 12. That's a good question. I, you know, I, had I, one, I can't pinpoint it. I had one probably about five years ago, I can remember. Really? They did, did like some special night of the week. They do like two for like two bucks or something. Okay. Now, did I you eat food them. there or did no. you just go for an awful awful? Just the awful awful. Because why would you ever eat food at a Newport Creamery? Well, I used to. Growing up as a kid, Newport Creamery was a staple for me. Breakfast. That's different. You were a kid. You didn't know it was good. That's true. It's like eating at <laughs> Friendly's. When was the last true. time you ate at Friendly's? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Probably a year. Same answer. Probably about a year. Really? Yeah. That's still way too recent. <laughs> really? Friendly's makes a great sandwich. Come the, on. I mean, I always, <laughs> I always enjoyed Friendly's, but I have not been there in a while. In any case, if I was going to drink an awful awful, yeah. it'd be a coffee. Okay. Regardless of whether they put malt in it, whatever, whatever, I don't yeah. care. That's what I would drink. However, I'm going to go with a hard pass on this again. Ooh. Um, I'm going to okay. replace this with a beer that I found. Um, I've never actually had this beer, but I saw it, loved the name, loved the bottle art, want to try it from New England Brewing Okay. Uh, called Imperial Stout Trooper. Mm, yeah. Star Wars play, got a little Star Wars art on the front of the bottle, Imperial okay. Trooper, 8.5%. Um, I'm kind of I'm getting into the Imperial Stouts now. It's that time of the year. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather have that than an awful awful. So I'm gonna replace it. Okay. I am actually keeping the awful awful. I love awful awful. Okay. Uh, I'm going with the chocolate awful awful, and I'm pairing that with the Mexican chocolate stout from Kirkwood Current. Uh, Mexican chocolate stout, as you know, Mexican chocolate is mostly cinnamon with a really really dark cacao background. It's uh, more bittersweet than it is sweet. So I think that could offset the chocolate and the awful awful really well. 
they're both going to really fill you out. Probably have to take a nap after yeah. drinking that. But I actually did not know that about Mexican chocolate. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that that was characteristic of it. That, that's what Not it familiar is. with it. <laughs> Chile. I believe it's, I believe it's maybe Chile. <laughs> um, so that is our top five. I actually have a bonus one if you're willing to go off the cuff. Uh, yeah. All right. Fuck so, it. Rhode Island also, a uh, very coastal place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're known for their Rhode Island stuffies. Ooh. And also, their calamari, which is famous. They do Rhode Island-style calamari. They banana fry peppers. it with the banana peppers in there. Yep. Delicious, delicious. So, I'll I'll let you think about it. But I am obviously pairing. I'm never passing those items. I on. would never pass up a calamari. I, can, I, can, I think I can pair that. And I am pairing them with the chosen one. From Tilted mm. Barn. Love the chosen one. Hope to get it this weekend. I think that's a great pairing. You can pair anything with seafood. Yep. Beer-wise. And, and the fried seafood, even better. So that, that would be my pairing, Will. I think I would kind of want to go with something that offers some citrus. So I'm going to go with something with a Citra Hop. Okay. One of my favorite beers of all time. Trillium. Cutting tiles, citra. Ooh, good beer. That's going to give it a good citrus balance. It's going to complement that calamari real nice. Basically, like, squeezing a lemon all over that mm. and going to town. That's a, good, that's a good point. Boom. That's a great pairing. Great bonus off-the-cuff pairing. Well, oh, my God, my iPad. Take you a can drink. drink for that. Yeah. <laughs> Almost dropped his iPad. Um, so that is our top five <laughs> segment, and we'll post that up. See what the fans like on our Facebook page, New England Weekly Beer Discussion. You can search N-E-W-B-D on Facebook and uh, just send a request over. We accept everybody as long as you don't spam us or speak ill of, uh, of the host. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go at the co-host all you want. But we're going to go into it. our interview with Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. from Buttonwoods Brewery. Uh, he was a great guy. Very, very nice to host us down there. So Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we'll get right into this interview. All right, so we are here with... Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. from Buttonwoods Brewery in, where are we, Cranston, Rhode Island? Cranston, yep. Cranston, thank you very much for having us. I'm here, uh, your host, Boston Beer Benny, co-host Mo Fortin here with me, and Morgan, of course, the star of the show. Uh, So, Morgan, we'll start you off with a simple question here. I'm sure you've probably been asked this a million times. How did you start brewing your own beer? Uh, I mean, it's it's the stereotypical story of I started brewing beer uh, in college. Um, broke college kid, uh, waiting tables, and I was like, you know, I can't I can't go out to the bar every night and drink, uh, drink PBR or whatever. So uh, I was like, you know what? It's going to be a lot cheaper to make beer at home. Uh, actually, funny enough, it was, it was I was going to make wine, okay. thinking that would be a lot easier. My, my roommate convinced me to do beer instead. So I started making beer in my apartment, and uh, that first batch was a ten and a half percent honey blonde ale. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. I mean, I probably spent like fifty dollars on it and just like three, four bottles. It was just blitzed. Yeah. And uh, so after that, I was like, "Yep, starting to brew. That's, <laughs> this is how it's gonna go." Um, how did uh, How did you go about getting funded for it? Did you, is it a lot like buying a house? Is it? Um, I I so most of my money has actually come from family. Okay. Um, with a few friend invest uh, family friend investors coming along to help out. Um, but uh, you know my my dad's been working in, in finance world for his, for freaking ever. Okay. Um, for about I'm not even trying to do the math right now, <laughs> but a long time, longer than I've been alive. Uh, and he's just you know he's done fairly well for himself. And he was like I approached him was like can start a brewery after they moved here about four years ago and I was like we can start a brewery here is like okay I can figure out where to get the money from I got money in retirement that I'm not using and and I won't use for way after you're open yeah um let's do it nice um that back then that whole concept was a one barrel brewery and uh we're just gonna be super small uh and then I started working for a brewery and it's like we're gonna have to push that to uh let's go for a 10 barrel it's like I can't afford a 10 barrel yeah Touche. So we uh, we settled on a three and a half. Okay. Um, where did you come up with the name Buttonwoods Brewery? So uh, for the Rhode Island natives, Buttonwoods is an area in Warwick where my parents actually moved four years ago. Okay. Uh, where I actually literally approached them about the idea of starting a brewery. Um, so it's this old, the part that I live in is an old historical uh, retreat. So uh, uh, the hoity-toity rich from New York would go to Newport 
and the hoity-toity semi-rich from Providence would go to Warwick. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's yeah. <laughs> Interesting how that works. Yeah. Um, were there any other batches of beer that you brewed other than the one that you talked about before you actually got started on the brewery? Or so it was just many. that beer and you were like, no. I'm ready to go? So that, I mean, that was six years ago when I first said that I was going to open a brewery and have since kind of been going down this path of, you know, I... I like there's no way I could start a brewery uh, I, I actually a friend of mine is like yeah we got like 30 grand lying around that we could help you start a brewery and I started looking into it I was like yeah, no that's, you that's, that's not enough not money to, yeah, yeah. to help start a brewery thanks guys so I started doing research and I ended up uh, deciding that I was going to work in the beer industry instead and uh, figure out where I wanted to go um, I wanted to be a brewer and I ended up at a distributor um, and so like Working at a distributor is where I got frustrated with the whole process of trying to get a brewer job because you can't start brewing as a professional without experience. Yeah. And it's almost impossible to, to get experience. Yeah. You know, it's always about who you know. And um, it ended up being that I got my first brewing gig because of someone I know. So oh, well, that's good. Time and place is everything. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about the beers we're drinking now. We both have uh, an IPA. Yep. You said we you all have, we uh, all have the IPA. We actually. all have the IPA. Yeah. Great. Coming so, out coming out swinging. Coming, coming out, swinging. out swinging. Where do you come up with the names for your beers? Uh, kind of the inspirations of just anything. Is it a they? So all all the naming schemes are kind of most of them come off off the cuff. I come up with a concept or an idea, or I, I see an ingredient and kind of piece it together. Um, so coming out swinging was kind of a joke on the fact that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna open soon, and I want to have a beer that's coming out swinging. You know, we want to put our best foot forward kind of yeah. deal. Uh, so I thought it was a nice little uh, jab at that. Uh, and so when I when I came up with the concept, I decided that the best way to do it was to dry hop the shit out of it with Galaxy. Because yeah. yep. <laughs> who doesn't love a Galaxy exactly. dry hop exactly. beer? Exactly. Um, so I, I came up with the concept, found some Galaxy hops on the spot market, and. It was one of my first couple brews. Uh, the other beer I have uh, already ready to go is called Almost There. And there, this is a twofold kind of joke. Uh, Almost There, uh, the original name for Almost There came from the fact that uh, Saison de Pond is hands down one of my favorite beers. Um, <laughs> I freaking love that beer. We were talking about that before the show. We were trying to come up with some beers and we're like, all right, maybe that would be a we'll, good one. We'll get into that. Later, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's like my desert island beer, that or Orval. Um, so uh, it's one of my favorite beers. And I, when I first started brewing saisons, uh, my biggest problem was like they they were, you know, I was trying to make a saison pun, and every time it came out of out of fermenter and carbonated, I was like, yeah, this isn't what I wanted. Um, so this this version of it was is kind of a play on that of a it's almost there yeah to being the saison de pomp but it's not quite uh, and this is a one of my earlier pilot batches I probably first brewed this about a year ago uh, as a pilot and it's since then turned into my my kind of catchphrase if you will uh, whenever whenever anyone stops by and sees how we're doing I'm like oh we're working on it we're almost there we're gonna get there yeah you know and it's always we're almost there we have this this left to do we're almost there we're almost there and it's kind of been like the joke and story of how this brewery started it's always almost there and hopefully realistically speaking we actually are almost there yeah there's still time for something to go terribly awry. <laughs> do, you, do you see yourself continuing to brew that saison as kind of like one of your staples, or is that something no, that you no. have to just be changing it up all the time? I, I have no intention to uh, within like from from opening day until uh, the one year anniversary. I'm hoping to never brew the same beer twice. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, cool. Like right now, so like even in the fermenters right now, I have a beer called Lionheart. Um, Lionheart is, a, is another Saison. It's brewed with Rhode Island State hops that I got from a, a farmer. Um, I'm totally blanking on the name of the city right now. Uh, just across the bay. Um, the guy's name is uh, Olson and Son Hopyards. Okay. And um, just has a little small, it started as a little small farm and but he just grew hops in his front yard and it blew up into something bigger than it was than it is and it's still growing and people are interested and the hops are pretty freaking awesome yeah uh, so i took a bunch of those and threw them in late edition and uh his son has is a special needs kid and he's, he's in a wheelchair and uh has a lot of medical issues yeah um i can't I, i'm not really 
able to go into the details of what it is because yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it, there's hashtag on social media is Liam the Lion. So I took that concept as like, well, this is this is Olsen's hops. This is their hops. So I'll I'll do Lionheart um, as the name. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's really a cool, uh, cool homage. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, my, my naming scheme is all really just kind of off the cuff. I got a, a beer in there called Old Gertie. It's named after my truck. My friend told me. <laughs> I have a 1997 Ford, uh, Ford Ranger. Awesome car. It's just old as shit and falling apart. So when I was trying to figure out a name, my friend was like, you have to name it some really old name. Like an old lady's <laughs> name. Um, and I decided it was Gertrude. Um, and she's, she's a saucy old minx, so she's got to be Gertrude. Yeah. But her, all of her friends call her Old Gertie. So <laughs> I made a blueberry Berliner Weiss called Old Gertie. Nice. So I do want to talk about the, the space a little bit. This is a, as you'd imagine, if you've been to a brewery, it's a, it's a warehouse. It's got the concrete floors. It's got some, I've seen this in a lot of Rhode Island mills with the, the wooden The, the wainscoting? Yeah, the wainscoting. Uh, Apparently, that's a, a very sought-after feature. People yeah. pay thousands of dollars for really? it. I got married in a room that, that, had, <laughs> that had something it's like true. that. This isn't completely dissimilar from that. Uh, <laughs> there are wooden barrels around. You got this beautiful wooden countertop. Bar um, sick. I got a couple bar. of wooden bu- countertops actually. Where'd you get this countertop from? So this is a tr- uh, the bar that we're sitting at right now is uh, an old sycamore tree that fell down in a storm a really long time ago. Uh, this dude took it, cured it, planed it, and um, and then dropped it off. Uh, the so buttonwoods is actually buttonwood is an, a type of sycamore tree. Okay. But it's kind of dying off. Uh, you can't. It's really hard to find a buttonwood tree in the wild nowadays. Um, so we kind of had to fall back on getting some sycamore. The the tap handles are actually made out of uh, buttonwood. Oh, that's that's, great. Awesome. that's the most I can find. Uh, last thing I wanted to add about the decor, you have uh, a suspended door hanging chained above above your uh, tap facility. What uh, what's going on here with the what's the story with the door? So the door is uh, is my parents' idea. I will I will not take any credit for it. It's a pretty neat idea, but it's kind of weird in the same token. So um, the door is an actual old door, probably easily a hundred year old door from one of the houses in Buttonwoods. And someone was just throwing it out, so we grabbed it, and my parents decided it'd be really good to hang some lights through it. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to get the electrician in here soonish to finish that up. That okay. should they should be done by the time we open, but. Uh, okay. That so it's almost there, you might say. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we do uh, a segment every time we do an interview. Uh, it's called two four packs of questions. I'm sure you've heard this before. You're a big fan of the show. Uh, yeah. So we do four non-beer-related questions, four beer-related questions. So are you ready to dive into the beer-related questions? Let's do it. All right, great. Mo, you want to start us off with the first yep, beer-related question? Number one, I mean, we've kind of gone over your favorite beer style. Um, what's your favorite hop to work with and why? Oh, that's a really tough question. Yeah, these um, are put you on the spot. Type they, of they, they really are. I, uh, so... I'm, I'm a huge fan of trying something new. Um, so I, I'm my most, the, the hop I'm most excited to always try is the one I haven't used yet. Okay. Um, and hopefully I'm gonna get my hands on some experimental hops coming up soon. But I'm a really big fan of using ex- like this, some of the ones who have, don't even have names. Uh, uh, my old job, we were using an experimental hop called 04190. Uh, wow. Supposedly I've they're going to do hops like, like that. Area 51. <laughs> so supposedly that one's going to get a name this year. Supposedly, I was trying to name it last year, and they changed their mind. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they, I got a, my hands on zero seven two seven zero. I've seen four thirty eight. So I'm really big fan of trying stuff stuff that I haven't got my hands on. I uh, picked up about a, a crap ton of uh, Motueka. Okay. Uh, which I think that's a fun little like summertime hop. It's got nice little like lemony citrus character going yeah. on with some herbal spice. Um, so really, anything I can get, I, I haven't used before. I like to try and test out and play around with. Um, but if I had to go for an old old standby, it would definitely have to be Citra. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, Citra's definitely citrus. a pretty awesome, like, go-to, just fall back on hop. You can't go wrong with anything you do with Citra. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so. brew with Citra, but I drink a lot of Citra, yeah. so I'm a fan. I'm a citrus. fan of Citra. Great, great flavors. That's it's a great, cool. The it's whole... a great workhorse hop. It's a beautiful aroma. Yeah. And it's just, it's everything you need in a hop. And that's it's, and it's readily available. That's very fitting. Your whole experimental hops, you know, things that you haven't worked with before. That's really going to play well with your with your concept of not brewing the same beer right, yeah. twice. You know, it's going to force you to do exactly what you want to do. Just mess around with hops that you've never even yeah. seen and don't even have names. So that's that's awesome. Oh, I have names for them. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, I'm they're, sure they're you all, do. They're that's all great. Now. That's great. <laughs> um, all right. So number two, uh, there's lots of ways to drink beer. You know, there's growlers, cans, bottles, tap. Uh, being that you want the beer to taste the way you want it to taste, how would you suggest that people drink your beer in one of those forms? Growlers, cans, bottles, or tap? At the brewery. Okay. That's, that's the answer, at the brewery. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair answer. Fresh and and I, I say that only because I, I worked uh, working at a distributor. I worked as a draft technician, and I have seen what it looks like in someone else's cold room and it's horrifying yeah um so i take very good care of my draft system i take very good care of my kegs my cold room everything's clean so i know it's in perfect condition granted if you don't have the capacity to get to the brewery and at, at the source i highly recommend cans okay the cans are the greatest drinking vessel of all time um they're oxygen proof they're light proof they're lightweight they're recyclable. Yeah. They're made from mostly recyclable material. Like, it's you can't go wrong with something like that. It's yeah. just, it's just a perfect vessel. See, See I would agree now. with that. Ben's a big fan of the 750. I am a huge. He fan loves of the, the bomber, the you know the 750 growler, even yeah. the crowler. Yeah. I mean, a, a crowler is kind of like a combination, really. Yeah. I like the crowler. The crowler is cool. It's still a can, though. Mm-hmm. He he loves opening up a 750 and being able to bang that out in a night. That's yeah. like that's his deal. That's. That's his thing. Where I'd much rather crack a 16 ounce can, I think, and just go from there. Yeah, or a 12 I mean, ounce can. But and I everyone mean, agrees with you guys. Everyone's going can. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody. Like I like the I like the bomber concept as a sharing beer. But if I'm going to do a right. bomber, it's going to be something like an imperial stout, a barley wine, a, a little one quad, something that's like you don't want to drink the whole thing by yourself. So you're bringing it into a bottle share right. to have with friends. Yeah, maybe uh, it's like a, a childhood thing for me where you know somebody brings a nice bottle of wine or something and. It feels that way when you bring a beer that Right, way. right, exactly. It's, it's not as special when I you agree. just crack a can open. Like if, you, right. if you show up at some place with a 750 bottle, it's it's appreciated. But if you're going to drink by yourself, a 750 for me is a lot of beer to drink. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. You know, I got a, I, I a couple, I had a bunch of brewer friends stop by over the, the couple weekends ago, and they all dropped by growlers. So I'm sitting on a metric fuck ton of <laughs> yeah. like, what am I gonna do with sixty-four ounces to myself? Yeah, no. Well, I wish that was. Uh, I wish that was a lot of beer for me to drink too, Morgan. But unfortunately, that, <laughs> no, that's, that's really. It's not the stage of my life that I'm at. So, um, question number three. We're just gonna move right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Move on. All right. So, question three. Um, we kind of caught you in the middle of the brewing process, which is really cool. Um, we won't get into that right now. Yeah. Um, what We're, is your? Was not planning that. Yeah. That's what is fair. What is your favorite part of the brewing process? Um, for me, it's, it's, for whatever reason, the brewing process is such a stress reliever. Um, so kind of like it's, you know, everyone's like little quiet place. It gives you time to like, just kind of go through the motions and, and, and kind of relax and think about your day and, and process the things that have to go on. Because when you are brewing, you, you, you have time to do other stuff, but really your, your main focus is brewing and doing that. And so it's kind of, for me, it's just, it's my happy place. It's, okay. it's what keeps me going every day. If I, the longer between brews, the more stressed out and angry I become. You know, I start hulking out and yelling at people. But uh, <laughs> if I'm brewing every day, I'm just well, I'm a happy little camper. Nice. <laughs> That's the way we are between podcasts. If, if Mo and I don't podcast in a week, we we want to rip people's heads off. <laughs> <laughs> to get back no, in the booth. Well, it's nice to be in your guys' happy place. Yeah, you guys yeah. came and, no, and interrupted great. mine, yeah. and now I'm in yours. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to add a 3B to my part of the question. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, we came in here. You're brewing. It's just you and your dog here. Are there usually people here brewing with you, or is that something that you like to do by yourself? Um, for for now, it's it's mostly by myself. Um, we're kind of – the goal is to – to open up as lean as possible mm. with as few employees and of kind course. of get this place off the ground because we have sank a lot of money in this place and the sooner we can get it back flowing in to yeah. support ourselves and then hire people, mm-hmm. that's the goal. 
Um, I do hope to, you know, sometime, well, probably, I was thinking later this year, but it's probably going to be early next year, get someone else in here to, to hang out and, and make a lot of fart jokes with me while I'm brewing. Yeah, nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, for right now, it's, it's just me um, doing all the, the brewing, the cleaning, the kegging. Damn. Um, you know, it's fun. It's good, it's good it's, that you love it. Yeah, it's it's a little it, it gets a little lonely. So I, you know, if someone says they want to stop by, I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking to myself for 45 minutes. Three uh, C. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's keep so this is a very good question. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the dog's name? Oh, uh, that's uh, Ollie, uh, short for Oliver Edmund Snyder the third. Uh, no, there is not an Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> There's not another Oliver Edmund Snyder in my family at all. Okay. Um, I got him when I was in college, and, and as you said at the beginning of the show, my full name is Morton Clark Snyder Jr. Yeah. And uh, when my friends in college found that out, it was always with, a, with, a, with airs. It's like, oh, yes, Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. is coming through. Um, so I kind of took that joke a little step further and named my dog Oliver Edmund Snyder III. That's hilarious. Um, com- more commonly known as Ollie Underfoot. Okay. Because um, if you can't tell, he's literally under your feet right yeah. now. Yeah, and that he is. is where he always spends all of his time. Uh, he gets stepped on at least once a day oh, because man. he's always underneath your feet. Um, and if you're not aware of him, you're going to step on him. Yeah, which is everyone but me because I know he's <laughs> under my feet. <laughs> he's a he's a good puffer. So number four, last beer question. Hope these haven't been too hard on you. But uh, what is your favorite brewery in New England right now? That's not Buttonwoods Brewery, obviously. Favorite brewery in New England right now? I almost don't even want to answer Rhode Island, any Rhode Island breweries, just based on the fact that I know too many people in the Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, you don't breweries. have. You don't necessarily. This is all of New England. Come up we, to our neck of the woods. Yeah, get up to, uh, uh, to Maine. Augusta even. down to West. You need a New York brewery? I'll even give you a pass on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll I do know a lot of those guys down there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I worked there. I worked in New York City for four and a half years, so I spent most of my time with the brewers down there um but you know what it's it's a toss-up between i really enjoy cambridge's beer okay um i like the trillium canton spot um especially now that they're putting out a lot more sour beers yeah like i try to get up there as often as possible when they put out the sour beer any of it whatever it is um it's a tough one I do like Mystic too. Yeah, that's I Ben's. Love that's Ben's jam. Love Mystic. Love me some Mystic. <laughs> yes. Can't go wrong with that. I, I think it would. Ha- down, yeah, so. I think it would have to go with with Mystic. I think my my first time there, I just every single beer just hit all the check marks. I had that. I had the table beer, the first beer off the bat. And yep. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna be here for like three more hours. Yeah. We invented a holiday. Yeah. Uh, that yes, we've done we for two years now. We call it Man Day. It's, it's the one day of the year that we get to do whatever we want. Yeah, we get to be men. Right, we get to be men yeah. and just, you know, fart in a car and, you know, yeah. drink awesome beer. And yeah. Mystic was one of the spots that we went to oh, awesome. for this last man day. It was great. Fantastic, dare I say. It was very, very fantastic. Uh, you want more beer? You don't have to ask that, Morgan. We, well, we always want more. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll do it. This is great. Morgan is, we're literally in the tap room right now. Yep. Uh, the whole tap room to ourselves. New tap takeover. Yep. Uh, and Morgan is refilling beers as we speak, which is a, a delightful addition to the show. Uh, redoing the same beer? I'll or? do the IPA again. IPA? Yeah. Can I try the Saison? Of course. kind of into there that. I love that. So uh, that was our four beer-related questions. We're going to move on to the, the more complex, the more uh, behind-the-curtain. That was pretty complex, man. Non-beer-related questions. Um, so, Morgan, we'll start you off. I know you are a little far away, but, but take your time on this. Um, what is your favorite drink that is not beer? He's thinking. Do you actually drink anything yeah. that isn't beer? Do you beer? drink anything? <laughs> I, I mean, Rarely. me, I'm <laughs> me too. A, I drink beer. Uh, I drink coffee and I drink water. And that, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the three things that I consume. I've been that's, known that's to dabble in the exactly hot alcohol. That's what I was going to say. I think... You know, I, I start Thank my morning, you, you know, I, I'm an internet meme at this point. I start my morning <laughs> with about three to four cups of coffee, and and somewhere in the middle I start drinking water just to make sure that I'm hydrated and yeah. not, like, 
dying from your muscles are spasming yeah. out. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Which happens um, to me on a daily basis. <laughs> you gotta drink more coffee on a regular basis. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I go through about three to four cups of coffee uh, in the morning, and about between eleven and noon, I switch to water, and then by the end of the day, I'm drinking beer. Okay. Um, and I really, I, I don't mix anything else in between very often. I used to drink a crap ton of milk as a kid. Okay. Um, wow. I've we got, got two interviews. Both people have said yeah. milk. I've gotten off the milk trend, but Camden was like big into milk. Oh, Camden he said that without even pausing. He did. He, he was did. like, "What's your fi-? we were like, what's your favorite drink other than beer? Milk. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That's I, it. I, I used to drink a gallon a day of milk. Damn. Because it was my favorite oh my drink. I, you know, I don't know. I can't tell you why. Uh, I just love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I just... I have so much more beer readily available these days. Go. At the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I can't. Got a 4.9 percent saison <laughs> on tap. Yeah, this won't get me drunk. I'll have four or five. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like a juice. Yeah, basically. So, uh, number two, I think we know the answer to this, but we're gonna ask it anyway. Uh, we won't tell Ollie your answer. Are you a dog person or a cat person? Uh, I am. I'm a dog person by force. Uh, I'm actually. Uh, Allergic to cats. Oh, so yes. I, I couldn't even be a cat person if I wanted to be. You're gonna get some oh. applause. Yeah, Ben comes over to my house to do the podcast more often than not. He's probably thrilled to shit that we're on location today. Because <laughs> he ends up coughing, sneezing. Yep. He can barely breathe by the time he leaves. Because I have two cats. Way. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So. Same way, cats. You know, they're. Glad they're you guys came here. Yeah. <laughs> Mo's a cat guy, so. Yep. We kind of razz him a little bit during the segment, so it has to be a recurring question. Yeah, it is. That's it is. fine. No, it, it's it's a very it's a legitimate question. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm allergic to cats, like definitely allergic. So I uh, okay. I, I I am by proxy a dog person. I just turned into a much bigger dog person. I've had three dogs my whole life. So. Nice. Well, two old brewers, uh, zero from Mo. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing here. I think. <laughs> If I ever want to be a brewer, I'm gonna to have to become a dog person, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I mean, like, it's it's a very common thing that yeah. brewers are dogs. Yeah. Dog people think. Uh, I guess that's why so many breweries are dog friendly. Yeah. You, know, like you can you can almost always bring your dog to a brewery. Yeah. Yeah. So. Never seen a cat at one. No. No. Let's see a third question. I I I've, actually the brewery I used to work at when I first started we had two cats. Uh, we got rid of them because they knocked water over onto the uh, the CEO's computer. <laughs> See ya. So it was like it. It, they brought them in to get rid of the, the rat and mice problem, which is very common in breweries yeah. because yeah, grains the, everywhere, the warehouses. It's just greatest yeah. place for them. But uh, question number three. Yes. Uh, this is this is kind of an interesting one. I'm always kind of interested to see what uh, what the answer will be for this one. What is your favorite genre of music? You had some music playing when we came in. Yeah. Um, you guys you, walked in. Go-to? You guys walked in on, on my uh, my modern rap phase. Okay. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of some of the modern rap, not all of it. Uh, I like Kid Cudi, uh, Donald nice. Glover, or, or Charles Gambino. Yeah. Um, uh, J Cole is one of my favorites. Uh, I have a soft spot for Kanye, but I don't intentionally put them on when I can but I'm also a really big I'm a really big fan of 90s hip hop yeah uh, so I love Nas um, I love um, god I'm blanking on names I'm actually terrible at, at remembering the music that I like yeah it's a very weird problem that I have but when it comes on you know you like it yeah yeah, yeah so exactly yeah. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan that's the one I'm thinking of nice. uh, Jay-Z is one of my favorites of course so um, I'm a big East Coast rap fan nice. so I, I never really got into West Coast for some reason uh, I'm also uh, a really big fan of some of the new school punk rock that's coming out. Um, uh, the Menzingers, Modern Baseball. Uh, I love emo music. I, I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, I, was, <laughs> All right. I was thinking about going to see The Used tonight, um, which would not be the first time I've seen them. Uh, and then things, plans change, so I'm not going anymore. Um, and then... You know, my favorite band of all time is this group called Say Anything. Okay. Uh, I have plans for a beer called Commit This to Memory, which is an allusion to Motion City Soundtrack, which is a band, uh, kind of like an emo band from the early 2000s that just disbanded like two years ago. All right. uh, great album, got me through high school. Nice. Um, and it's it kind of works really well because I have a lot of Comet Pops, so it's called Commit This to Memory. 
comet this to memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, number four. We end every interview, starting from now on. Yeah. With uh, a new game. It's our version of Fuck Mary Kill. Um, it's called Drink, Cellar, and Dump. I mean, you can get the premise of this. So you have to drink one beer, you have to save Cellar. one, and then you have to, unfortunately, you have to dump one out. Uh, you told us before the show going in that you're a Saison guy. Yes. So we'll start you off with Saison. Uh, we're going to give you three Saisons. You're going to drink, cellar, and dump. So we'll give you a Sun Shower from Trillium. Okay. Uh, Fluxus from Allagash. And the Ooh, Farmhouse Pale which, which from Oxbow. Which Fluxus? The Fluxus changes every year. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go. Just go with the most recent. Let's one. go with this year, 2017. So uh, 2017 that's a Fluxus. Dark one with. It's a dark saison. I know that much. If okay. it's even a saison. Now deal is choice. You know what? choice. Throw the wrench into it. And uh, Farmhouse Pale from Oxbow. Okay, so it's it's Sun Shower, Fluxus, and an Oxbow. Yes. Um. So since I'm assuming Cellar is Mary, it would definitely be Oxbow. The <laughs> okay. Oxbow, I would definitely marry Oxbow. Okay. Um, everything that they do is freaking phenomenal, um, and I love all of their barrel-aged beer. Uh, I would drink Fluxus. Okay. Uh, and I would, I would definitely dump Sun Shower. Really? Because I have, I, there's something I don't know what they're doing over there, but they, for me, I get a lot of sulfur notes out of the uh, their saisons. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have to do a hard pass on those. Nice. No problem. Hey, that's good. No problem. Morgan, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been a true delight. Thank you for the beers. Yeah, man. This got a great spot, man. We thank wish you. you the best of luck. And, Thanks, uh, guys. I hope it goes well. And we'll be here open day. I hope. I'll, as I'll long try. as you can make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that was our interview with Morgan. Uh, hopefully, the sound quality wasn't too poor for you. We were literally in an open brewery. Yep. Uh, functioning an brewery. An unfinished brewery, I yeah. will add. Still functional, but not finished. Yeah, and he uh, he was making a beer when yep. we arrived. Yep. Very, very generous guy. As you heard, he poured us a couple beers. Great, great guy, and uh, happy to know him. I can't wait till he opens up. We'll post as many details as possible in the new Facebook group about his opening date. And it's location for his brewery, so you can check it out. Uh, but we are going to go on to our Shelfer of the Week. As always, we end every show with Shelfer of the Week. We try to get you, when you go to the liquor store on Friday, on payday, you're looking for a good beer to have, you know, just to drown out your sorrows, you're worried about the bills, wife's <laughs> nagging you, you need to drink something that, that'll take the pain away, and we want that thing to taste good. So our Shelfer of the Week, uh, my particular shelf of the week is uh, one that's going to be a little harder to find, but it is from a local brewery that Mo has talked about on the show before, Revival, mm. from Rhode Island. This is a Rhode Island-based show. They just put out a beer based on their... They have another beer called Thirsty, which is their standard double IPA. You Thirsty. Uh, you Thirsty, yep. which is their standard double IPA. Great beer. But they just put out another, which is a triple IPA, 10.5%. Uh, it's called Extra Thirsty. We got a chance to try this on Tuesday night. Really, really good beer. Uh, I'm I'm surprised at how well these triple IPAs are coming out. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this is kind of a new fad. So get ahead of the curve. Go out to your best craft beer store and look for Extra Thirsty. I don't even think it's out in Massachusetts yet. It is not. No, it hasn't been allocated to the state yet. Um, there will be extremely limited quantities. Yeah. Um, the good news is, is that at least in the state, it's coming from two different distributors because Revival is distributed by two companies. Yeah. So it's both Quality and Horizon. So they'll both have allocated amounts. So you might see a decent amount of the product in the state. But I did also hear that they are tweaking the recipe a little bit. Okay. For the Massachusetts release. Um, I don't know if that's going to be less hoppy, more hoppy, more fruity, less fruity. That I don't know, but I, I did hear from a source at the brewery uh, that said that it's gonna be it's gonna be tweaked a little bit. Not really sure that it's necessary because that no, went down I, super I smooth. It. I thought it was great. I don't know if I'd say that after five of them, I'd yeah. probably be talking about you know some really weird stuff, kind of yeah, off the wall. Four is good but, enough. Four is good enough. Yeah, but um, <laughs> great beer had a lot of had a lot of hops, a lot of flavor to it, but smooth. It kind of hit the ten percent pretty well. Yeah, so that's basically like that's going to be a beer like you're going to a brewery for, and you get that quality of a beer at your local liquor store. Hopefully, if you're near a big enough liquor store, 
get in touch with the guy. Also, this is another thing we suggest. Introduce yourself to the people behind the counter. Hell yeah. See if you can get uh, in with the management. And they'll, they're not... They're there to sell beer. They'll call you when they get new stuff. Yep, definitely. A lot of people do a sip of sunshine, and, and this could be another one you can just ask and see if you know, if they're going to carry the Revival Extra Thirsty. I'm yep. sure they know. So, uh, Mo, what do you got? First of all, I want to shout out friend of the show, Craig. Really getting into some craft beer. I was, I was pretty impressed with his shelfer. Not really shelfer of the week, but shelfer of the night. What he's going to be drinking tonight at the draft party. So just wanted to shout it out him real quick. He got a zero gravity beer yeah. uh, up in Vermont. A uh, beer called Madonna. Newly distributed to the state. So that what he found on the shelf was probably super fresh. Because mm-hmm. we haven't had that uh, in the state before. 8% Imperial IPA. Um, I'm going to try to drink one of his beers tonight. And I yeah. never thought I would say that before. But <laughs> Craig is actually stepping up his game. Going outside the box. Drinking some things that he's not super familiar with. So maybe he's listening to the show. Yeah. Maybe he's, you know, just evolving into a different beer person. I, lo- I love it. He I love where trying, he's going. He tries very hard. He, he does. tries very hard to drink different things, which is exciting. And yep. that, that's all we ask. Can yeah. you try things and, and get in to see what you like? And uh, we know a lot of friends that do that. Our friends at Risky Biz have been yep. trying to. Roby. Roby, Crit. Jay. And, yep, Crit yeah, Jay tries too. things. Yep. And, uh, so we, we appreciate it. And hopefully it helps you guys get through a, a weekend. Uh, just to, makes your weekend just a little bit better. But this has been our Rhode Island show. Well, you want to tell them a little bit about the road trip this weekend that we're about to embark on? Yeah, so I kind of mapped it out. Yeah, um, I'll just go through it real quick, but you know, it does have to, uh, it does have to change a little bit um, since proclamations closed. Um, but we will be starting at Tilted Barn. Yeah, uh, we Gotta definitely have early. to get there nice and early. Only <laughs> fifty cases, you said of that. Yeah, of only the blackjack. fifty cases of the blackjack, which so, is their pumpkin ale. Uh, they just do to have, get a, just like, to get a four pack, we have to get something there really like three hundred cases of chosen one though. So they okay, so I feel good about that. What's yeah. the limit on that? Uh, two four packs per person. Okay, so. I can deal with that. So we're gonna start at Tilted Barn. Um, we kind of toyed with the idea of going to Proclamation next, but I think it's pretty clear at this point we'll probably go to Graysale next. Yeah, yeah. That'll be the second stop, uh, about thirty some odd miles away. Um, so we'll stop there. I assume we'll will be a while at Tilted, so... Yeah. You know, if we get to Graysale a little after 12, 1 o'clock, something like that. I don't see them running out of beer. I don't either. On a 12 to 8 event. Yeah, Like, in the I, I in early either. afternoon, I just don't see it. Definitely not. Um, but then after Graysale, I mean, I, I think Crooked Current would be a great great little end trip. We could yeah. go there. We um, talked about Beard as well. Beard yep, only Beard. five miles away over the Connecticut border, so... Uh, might check them out. B E R B E E R apostrophe D. Yeah. Uh, Beard Brewing Company in Connecticut. We'll probably check them out. Head back up, then we could go to Crooked Current on the way home. Maybe Long Live. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You never know where it takes us. Maybe we hit a liquor store. Yankee on the way back. You know, whatever, whatever. But we make a day of it. Yeah. <laughs> so just while, is out with the girls. Yeah. So while I the got girls a free are pass. Away, while the girls are away, the boys will play. You know yep, what I mean? That's what they say. So this was, what is this, episode 21 already? 20? Not. 21. Are we? Yeah, 19 was last week. This is 20. 20, all right. I'm pretty sure. 20 years old. Big year for us. We can almost drink a beer. Yep. Uh, So that is it for us. Sorry we ran long, but again, it's a good interview. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, life isn't always wrapped up in a nice 30-minute... 30 minute with a 30 minute bow on the top you know what I mean? ironically this show without the interview is 30 minutes well that's so how we, we stayed in our ballpark yeah, exactly but uh and next week we will be at startline brewery in hopkington yep startline um, brewery on the 15th yes with ted ted so we'll post that show on the 16th yep. uh that is very exciting i've never been there i'm excited to try some new stuff as well so maybe we do an all massachusetts show next week yeah get back to you know we'll hit it all over from. new england Real quick before we end, if you want to check out our show uh, with the guys from WBOB, yeah, uh, we're posted on their site now, uh, 990wbob.com. If you go into the past casts, uh, we appeared on the franchise show uh, with Joe Farrow and Mor- Morgan Clark Snyder III. Um, so if you want to go and check that out, we're on toward the latter part of the show, but honestly, the, the whole show is pretty interesting. They yeah. have a, a good call-in, call-in guest. Um, and they're just two funny guys. So, I mean, the, their banter is hilarious. Yeah, so. we can post that link up on our Facebook yeah, page as well. And um, that is the station that we will be on going forward starting the 21st of November. Uh, we'll also keep doing the new radio podcast because that's what we enjoy. Yep. And we will post that weekly for you. But 
We have to go. Sorry to bother you. We'll see you next week. See ya! But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years would I ever drink a Michelob. Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. Hey, you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to. New podcast. If you like to wait two hours for one growler, you come two to the right hours, place. We love it, and if you need it. someone to mule your beers, Moe's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach. Now that's commitment, and that's the difference between Ben, Moe, and you. So up your vocabulary and grab a beer, because this is noobed.